Hi there, and welcome to One Body, One Life, proudly sponsored by Jamae's Fine Foods. I'm Vicky Nguyen, and I'm on a personal mission to live to 120, and I would absolutely love to take you on this journey with me. This show is focused on longevity and understanding how we can all live longer and stronger through diet, exercise, lifestyle, nutrition, and so on. Each episode, we will uncover tips and tricks to living your healthiest and happiest life for as long as physically possible. I'll be chatting to the experts as well as people who have defied the odds and explore various treatments and modalities to help us all reach optimal wellness. Today I get to chat to the lovely Christina Exy, who is the founder and creative director of Active Wear brand Exy. She's the winner of Project Runway Season 4 Australia, a keynote speaker and fashion brand consultant. Christina was recognised on reality television for her designs over 10 years ago. Can't believe it's been that long. Same. Wow. And has since then worked tirelessly to pursue her dreams. Exy is a sustainable and ethical athleisure wear brand based in Australia with a mission to create technical wear that combines street style aesthetics with minimal boldness, allowing us women to not only look amazing at school drop-off, but also whilst working out and smashing our fitness goals. And I have to say, personally... I live in your wear, Christina. I've tried and tested so many sportswear brands and Exy is by far the one that I enjoy wearing the most. As an avid runner, a yoga and Pilates girl and also someone who likes to do weights and recently picked up golf, um, I find Exy wear to be the most durable. So I, I try and I, obviously I've tried a lot of fabrics. I taught yoga for 15 years and none are as flattering as yours, the fit, the femininity and fashionable. So I, it's with absolute delight I get to interview you today. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having <laughs> me. And wow, what an introduction. Yes. That was very nice. <laughs> well, that is you. Very kind. You're welcome. So we met recently at an event and I had to go straight up to you and just tell you how good your products are as one brand owner to another. Um, I think, I can't remember what I said exactly, but it was along the lines of you, your sportswear is the best I've ever worn. Yes. (laughs) You're saying something about running and how, when you run, like they're, they're durable shorts and you love wearing them for that purpose, which is so nice to hear because, um, you know, as you know, as a business owner, it's like a lot of work that goes into every day and, you know, you're constantly problem solving. So when you hear really nice comments like that, it it's a reminder of why you're doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So today with One Body, One Life, it's all about what people can do to live a longer, stronger, happier, healthier life. But I want to focus on you and the, the like chasing your dreams. Because I know, I mean, we're both doing a similar thing with a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but give us a bit of backstory. So for people who don't know you or the brand, give us, tell us please about you. Who, who is Christina? I am a, how, I mean, you know, obviously I'm so attached to my my identity is so attached to my brands and my work. So it's really hard to look at me as like an entity that is separate to that. Yeah. So I always talk about my work, but if I'm going to talk about me, I would say like, I am a creative spirit. I am a, you know, of gentle nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically live and breathe what I love to do. Yeah. I'm also a mother of a grudel. Ah, the girlfriend <laughs> of my, you know, for 15 years yes. um, with my boyfriend. And yeah, I guess what else can I say about me? I love uh, working out. I'm completely obsessed with personal development yeah. and I'm extremely uh, ambitious uh, and I like to, you know, smash out my goals whilst being positive and um, practicing gratitude. Love it. Love it. So I have to say, when um, when I first started buying your pieces, I was like, who 
on it, who is the person behind this brand? Yeah. And so I looked up Exy and obviously started following on social media and then discovered that you were the f person or the face behind it. And you were the creator yeah. and started following you. Um, and hence, that's how I recognized you recently. But tell us the backstory of how Exy began. Yeah, well, I am a fashion designer. That's my background. And I originally had another brand after I won Project Runway. I launched it. It was called Christina Exy. It was Demi Couture. So I was pattern making everything myself and I was running the business myself. And, you know, some really amazing thing, things happened. I had, uh, you know, opportunities to expand the brand internationally, which I did. And uh, it came to a point where it just became a bit too much. And, you know, I was 20, early 20s at the time. And I thought to myself, you know, there's some things that I want to achieve, uh, you know, like buy a house with my boyfriend, those types of things. And I just didn't have the business acumen at the time to be able to do it all. So I thought anyway, which is, you know, going back to my personality. Yeah. Uh, and then I worked in the industry for, you know, almost seven years. And in that time, I realized that I had so much to offer, like so much value to offer. And, you know, there was all these moments where it was like, stay in your lane. Mm. Uh, you know, I kind of always wanted to do more than what my job position allowed me to do. And I just felt like I was stuck. And so I knew that I had more to offer. And I thought to myself, like, how can I do what I love to do? you know, like designing, but also merge it with something that I personally love, which is working out mm. um, and do something that's going to be able to support me so I can live my life working yes. on my business rather yeah. than having it as a side hustle, which it started off as that. So it really, that's essentially where it came from in terms of like the idea it came from trying to fuse like my creative vision with something that was useful. Like I find fashion in general can be quite frivolous. And this is just like me and my personal values and beliefs. You know, I see it's all, you know, mostly about looking hot, um, yeah. which of course we all want to look great and yeah. feel great. But yeah. for me, like lacked su substance, like, yeah. um, you know, like just making dresses for events. I was like, I don't feel connected to this. And I was working out and I was like, I think that there's like that connection, um, where I can fuse those two loves together and create mm. something that has meaning, um, you know, purposely so brand. Good. Yeah. I love that. And so, and do you find this is way more satisfying than like you said before, like creating dresses? Oh yeah. A hundred <laughs> thousand percent. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. is it because, I mean, like you said, because fitness is your passion mm. and, but is it because of the work, the amount of work that goes into creating a dress is so much more tedious and challenging than with fitness designs, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely that element as well. I was creating beautiful garments, you know, pattern making it all myself, doing the sewing, like just yeah. laborious days on days creating one dress. And I was like, actually at the beginning of creating, before I created XCI, I had two ideas. I had a custom, you know, brand yeah. where I could create custom made garments for people versus an active wear brand. And I was like, which one am I going to do? And it came down really to what is the more scalable business model. Mm. And it was the active yes. wear. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to be at a sewing machine. I don't want to be exactly. sitting at a table drafting patterns yeah. for like, who knows how long, like I couldn't work out how I could scale that business model. Yes. And so, yeah, like 
a lot of the, you know, hands-on technical side has been taken away, but I've been able to grow um, in a different way. Absolutely. But I guess you, you're just focusing on the designs, but once you've done that design, it's like, not that you set and forget, but it's like, that's complete. Whereas yeah. like you're saying with the dress, it's like, it's ongoing. It's got to fit right. It's got to, it's like, there's so many elements to that. Yeah. But with the fitness type design, it's like you do it once and then you go to manufacture and it's like me with my products, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you create like the formula Yes. and then it's, yeah, it's done. You, you, I guess, mass produce it. I mean, I can't say that like we truly mass produce like yeah. a lot of product because I try to keep my quantities down. But yeah, it is that like feeling of that dopamine hit where it's like, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> yeah, And then I can sell volume yes. rather than like one at a time. Exactly. Yeah. So all your garments are Australian made? Uh, no, they're made in China. Yeah. So I design everything in yes. Australia. Like I do all the sketching and the specs and yeah. like all the pattern development myself personally yeah. and then I Outsource. take it offshore to manufacture. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And what about the fabrics? Because the fabric is something that sets your pieces apart for sure. The Thank thickness, you. the way they hold the body in just yeah. beautifully. Yeah. Well, when I started the brand, I like, I guess before doing the active wear, I was studying yeah. fashion design and I did go to New York City and I started learning more about knitwear. So that was an elective that I took. So I learned how to operate a knitting machine and then how to pattern make for knitwear fabrics. And it became this like obsession where I started researching stretch mm. and, but I never like had the correlation between active wear and stretch wear, like when I was designing at university, yeah. it, it wasn't something that I really thought about until after. And I was like, wow, I actually have this like very strong fascination, fascination about um, knitwear technology and like what you can achieve through a knitwear oh, machine. Amazing. And so I started to explore seamless knitting. So it's like the same technique as how you would create a sock. It's yes. like a circular knitted oh. garment and you can like with the garment that you're wearing now, you can see that there's holes yeah, in that, I love it. but that's all programmed into a machine. Oh. It's on a computer that gets programmed and then yeah. it kind of spits out like a, a printer, but it's like a knitting Amazing. Yeah. And so I have the ability to utilize like, um, different yarns. So yarns that have different, um, capabilities such as like, you know, quick dry wicking, uh, we can use biodegradable yarns. So I can create that garment that you're wearing in so many different forms Amazing. by utilizing a different yarn. So it's like blows my mind. Oh, it's, it's endless. What we're able to do. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. So I've really explored this seamless knitting technology since creating the brand and, you know, Gymshark was one of the pioneers for, essentially was the pioneer for seamless technology and active wear. Okay. Um, and so, you know, learning about the story of, you know, the founder of what he's done and seeing like how far I can push the boundaries with design yeah, yeah. using that technology. Which is so cool. good because a lot of the other sportswear brands are pretty basic mm. and that's what I love about yours. It's like not only the fabric, but the designs are cool, the colors are cool. And I usually go for block colors. Like if I'm in all white, I'm all in white. If I'm all in black, you know, yeah. usually. Um, and I love your sets, but just, you know, the coolness of the designs. And like you say, you can wear them not only when you're working out, but you're on the street and you still look cool. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, yeah, the, the idea is like from, brim, from, brunch to gym to jet. Yes. We want to be able to dress you and make you feel confident. Comfortable. Yeah. Yes. In like all facets of your life. So nailed it. And then yeah. yeah, putting that edgy spin on it, which is my personal aesthetic. Yeah. And for me personally, it's not only that, it's the fact that they 
wear so well when you are doing high intensity exercise. You know, a lot of the gym pants that you wear, it's like you bend over and you can see through you know, yeah. like the fabric and it's like yours are so thick and yeah, just beautiful. And like Thanks. I said, as a runner as well, and even with doing Pilates, like they just hold so well. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It's amazing. But tell us about, did, tell us about your experience on Project Runway and did that help catapult you as to, in terms of a brand? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Project Runway it was such a long time ago now and mm. there's probably like wow. a few listeners that have not even heard of the show. Uh, Is but, it still on? Uh, I think in America they've continued it. Yeah. It did get bought out by another like distribution Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it is still operating, but yeah, a little bit differently. Not in Australia though. I was actually on the last season. Oh, wow. Yeah. Season four. Season four. I did go on to USA All-Stars. So I did go back into Project Runway and I flew to America to compete there. Uh, but All-Stars, that franchise is like done done and dusted from my knowledge. Yep. So how was that for you? And did it, did it help you? Yeah. Well, it did. I think Coming out of RMIT, which is, you know, four-year honours degree, prestigious when you look at it in the Australian fashion industry, you know, I have peers that have gone on to work at like Louis Vuitton, Alexander McQueen. So for me to step into Project Runway was like, uh, why am I doing this? That actually was like what was going through my head, but I literally had no other options. Like I, you know, struggling to get a job in the industry and, um, you know, I was working as a milliner at Marianne Hardwick, but to actually get my foot in the door and work as a designer, you know, at that stage, it wasn't really something that was an opportunity. Yeah. And I thought to myself, just go for it Yes. and drop the ego and just, exactly. you know, Nothing you live to lose, you live once, yeah. you know? And I was, I was like, I'm a very self-conscious person. So for me to put myself out there and go on national television and like huge show people <laughs> me you, yeah. was really scary. So I think the show helped in a lot of ways. It was, and I'm going to say competition because I know yes. <laughs> that's show. Well, that's um, what it was essentially, right? A competition, yes. yeah. yeah. So I think it really tested me as a person, you know, in terms of stress levels. Yeah. It tested my technical skills as a designer, yeah. working under time pressures. I, I met some really amazing people and from, you know, winning the show, of course, I had a lot of great opportunities. So I would say... My biggest learning was that there's, I have a really strong creative ability. I think technically there, I knew there was a lot for me to learn after I finished. So yeah, yeah. but the actual experience itself, it was very stressful. Like, I'm not going to say it was great. I mean, it sounds like it's like the MasterChef version of in fashion, you know, the fashion world. Yeah. (laughs) I had like multiple breakdowns. Oh, really? (laughs) On and off camera. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it was very tough for an introvert to be on that show, but, um, you know, I got through the, I got through. But you made it and you won. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. It was, it was amazing. Like it actually was a life changing experience. And I think I definitely was not experiencing, I was not expecting that I would win like at all. I literally wow. was like, I'm not going to win. Um, and then when they called out my name at the end, I, it was like, this is a real experience. I was like, is this actually Imagine, happening? Yeah. And then all of a sudden people like stopping me in the streets, like, can I get your signature? And like, it was just bizarre. That's amazing. And I showed at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week the year after. Um, and yeah, the, like my brand really took off and some really great things started to happen. So I think it gave me the confidence and the validation that 
I need to believe in myself. Yes. Like I did believe in myself, but yeah. there was like, like, do, do I, yeah, yeah. Like, do I have the ability to be great? Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, helped for sure. Well, with my mindset. And so in terms of like then pursuing your line, did you already have an active audience or people who are already fans of Christina Exe who would then, you know, translate then as consumers or customers of? Yeah. Well, Exe really started, you know, eight or so years after. So I had, it was a really long time and I really stepped away from the fashion industry. Like I was working as a designer in the fashion industry, but in terms of like a press perspective, people really forgot who I was. Uh, And I think, I mean, that was a learning in itself. Like don't step away (laughs) because you need to keep a presence (laughs) because time moves really fast. It does, yeah. Uh, But I really needed that because... I just couldn't really handle the pressures of, you know, the expectations well, with everyone around me. Yeah. Um, so I had the Christina Exe account, which was a business account on social media. And I, as I started to build out the Exe brand, I started to post new content. I made my followers aware that I was yeah. changing the brand and that it would look different. Yes. And so through that transition, there was a lot of unfollows okay. because it wasn't, it was, it's a very different brand to what Christina Exe was. Originally, yeah. Very different. And so, um, yeah, there definitely was people that have been on the journey right from the start and then mostly new yeah. people yeah. that have come into the fold in particular because so much time has passed and, you know, people that were children yes. then and now yeah, adults, yeah, essentially. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so what would you say has been your biggest um, challenge that you faced and had to overcome through this journey? Uh, I mean, the biggest, I think the biggest thing for me was a year in, I merged with a huge retailer and that really took the brand off the ground, like from zero to a hundred in a hot minute. Yeah. And that was so amazing to be able to have such a huge business recognize my brand Yes, and me. Only after one year. Yeah. Wow. Not even. And that was so exciting. So I kind of stepped into that position and, you know, put every single second of the day for over a year into it. And we, you know, scaled the brand really fast. Uh, But, you know, there was a few things in that partnership that just didn't work out. And that's really normal in business. You know, some things work and some things don't Don't, work. And in this case, you know, it didn't. And that's fine. But I think I don't regret anything. I think it was just very challenging on so many levels to go through that process, Wow, to be on top of the world and then to be at ground zero in like six months. Wow. So yeah. And so now is the brand solely owned by you? I have new business partners. So yeah, there's a few of us involved. Um, Really great people I've trust, I trust and I've known for a really long, long time. time. Yeah. And, you know, they've done what I want to do with Great. their own business yeah. from the ground up, which I think is exactly what Exe needs because, you know, we aren't a huge brand yet. Yes. And we yeah. weren't yeah. 12 months in, you know, we are yeah. still a startup. Yeah. Um, and I, I need to constantly remind myself of that despite having, you know, five retail stores in the biggest centres around Australia, we are still a startup and, you know, it's going to take time uh, to build that brand equity in the market again. Exactly. And I think manufacturing period is just hard. 
Yeah. It's hard. I mean, we manufacture all of our product is Australian made. So that, yeah. that has many challenges because costs are so high. Um, but I just think as a brand overall, like there's so much competition in every space. Yeah. So to be recognized and to still be going strong. And did you find that um, once you had dissolved that relationship initially, did that impact the brand in a negative way? Yeah, it did because we had to, one, replatform our website. Yeah. So you know, if anyone's a web developer or has experienced <laughs> this, uh, when you replatform your website, essentially your SEO resets. Oh. So we had to, yeah, essentially go so, back yeah. um, and, and start from zero there. And also we did a survey once I got the IP back for the brand. I wanted to understand, you know, more about the customer. Yeah from a new perspective and uh, a lot of our customers that we acquired were from our stores. So our presence within bricks and mortar was really strong, but from online, we noticed that there wasn't much work that was done within that partnership to build the brand equity online. Yeah. Um, Apart from, you know, like affiliate marketing through affiliate platforms like Qantas and things like that. Yeah. Um, So, which is really great to have all those backlinks, but um, yeah, I think, it's just like starting again. Also, the market's changed again. You know, young girls are becoming adults and exactly. we need to stay relevant within the market yeah. and constantly uh, collaborate with them. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of learnings, uh, definitely a change in perspective of how we're um, approaching it this time. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And do you find like, I mean, like you said, fashion moves so fast, even in the fitness space, like those scrunch bum pants were all the rage. Yeah. <laughs> and now I don't think you ever did a line of scrunch bums, did you? We, we did actually. Did, and they yeah. took off and then they were like our best seller. And then all of a sudden they're our worst sellers. So. Yeah. Yeah. It went through a yeah. phase, didn't it? Everyone yeah. was wearing them. It's like, you could not get your eyes off these scrunch you know, Literally. They just attract yeah. you so much. My husband hates them. He yeah. can't stand them, but um, they're flattering. They're, they're definitely flattering. They are. So just taking a break from today's episode to introduce you to our sponsor, Jemay's Fine Foods, helping you to live a life of longevity through your diet. Foods such as nutritional lattes, superfood breakfast bowls, sweet balsamic reduction, and our latest product, the Hoodles Healthy Instant Noodles, which all can be found at jemaysfinefoods.com.au. Now back to the episode. I mean, obviously your brand is very female focused. Yeah. What do you think is important for women to feel overall like in life? And also what do you want them to feel when they're in your active wear? I think confidence is number one, mm. Yeah. you know, and that's not being like over the top or maybe what com- some people think confidence is. It's just being happy with yourself, you know, happy to show up and be yourself. Yeah. And that's so important. Um, so as a woman, that for me is like a huge thing in terms of how I would like my customers to feel <laughs> yeah. in the product is powerful. So, you know, ideally like you would be already confident, <laughs> but, yes, you know, yes. empowering confidence yes. um, whilst wearing that product and making you feel like you can, you know, smash through those goals those fitness goals or whatever goal it is, whether that's picking your kids up from school on time <laughs> exactly, today, exactly. you know, or not, exactly. um, you did it like yeah. just, you know, <laughs> exactly. like embracing, um, those really important moments throughout the day and feeling really happy, um, confident and powerful about it. 
Amazing. And what about, I mean, obviously, um, you're, it's quite clear, like you're, you went through that whole confidence journey yourself, Yeah. but how do we, what do you think for women? Like I'm 45 now and what in you your look opinions, great, by the way. Hey, don't <laughs> you look, look fantastic. <laughs> but how do we stay strong and sexy and fit and healthy into our forties? Like what, cause you are very much into fitness as well. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? And, and should we still be wearing, because I know it's someone, like I wear midriff still mm. and I'm 45 and someone's like, are you still going to be wearing midriffs like in your 60s? I'm like, well, you know what? Why not? Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a limit, but what, what are your thoughts on, can we keep pushing the boundaries? Is it just a matter of having the confidence to pull it off or? I think, I mean, it, it depends on how you feel. Like if you feel sexy and confident in a cropped top, yeah. then go for it. I mean, if you feel more sexy and confident in a long top, like me personally, like I'm in my mid thirties and I, you know, I, I don't feel super sexy and confident in a crop top every day, Yeah, but when I do, I'll wear them, Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I feel like I personally think it comes down to like feeling healthy in yourself. Um, I don't, feel like it's necessary to push yourself to do, to, you know, achieve, um, say like a weight loss goal mm. for the sake of aesthetics yes, exactly. and put yourself into a negative headspace because, you know, you can't eat X, Y, Z yeah. every day or whatever it is. Um, so I think it's just being really realistic about what you're trying to achieve, um, and choosing product that you wear that will make you feel your most sexiest yes. confident self. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, being um, in your mid forties and dressing like, you know, a teenager or, you know, or like what is stereotypical for a mid 40 year old to wear, like it's completely um, up to you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so subjective. Um, I mean, I would hope that, you know, in 10 years time after I've had kids that I, and fit healthy and feel confident. Exactly. And if I don't, I, you know, I definitely work out and do my yoga and do all the things that will make me get there. Exactly. Yeah. I interviewed a lady, Sarah Gale, a while ago, and she's all about um, dressing for your personality type. Mm. And like what you said, like if you've got the confidence to pull it off, then pull it off. If, yeah. if red's your color, wear red. If, you know, just be true to you, be authentic in the way you shop in your fashion sense as well, mm. which I think a lot of people don't know how to do or scared to do or, yeah. you know, so it's just, um, I guess, just really stepping into, like you said, the confidence and the power to, to be you. Yeah, exactly. Just to be, as you said, authentically you. And, yeah. and, and that is really, really hard. Like social media plays such a big <laughs> part in it. You know, I know my sister, for example, um, she's influenced with what she sees online and okay. has like transformed yeah. her. But I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. Um, but at some point, um, it's also like stepping away from all that noise and being like, who am I yes. and how do I feel? Not how do they feel or what they're doing. Yeah. It's about me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I've got a 17 year old daughter as well. And I said to her, who would you say is the most influential on social media? And she said, all oh, the Kardashians. Yeah. And she's like, it's I thought, I can't, like, for me, it blows my mind because I've never watched one of those episodes or whatever, but yeah. they're so influential. And yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like you say, you, we don't want them to try and fit that mold of that body type or whatever, because she's completely opposite the antithesis, the antithesis to that physique. Like she's long and lean and gorgeous but it's just um interesting how like you say you just got to be true to you and what feels right for you yeah and I guess work to your strengths as well and mm. I think that's what your fitness wear allows you to do as well is work to your strengths so you've got you've got different pieces for different body shapes mm. you know and and that's key as well yeah you know, definitely offering a variety of things because you're I mean like I said is there any focus for you to branch out into the male into a male range or is it oh, 
It's been a conversation <laughs> since day one. Yeah. I think it was on the horizon, you know, right at the beginning. And then I merged with, uh, you know, my first business partners. And then that, you know, was taken off the table because we wanted to focus on women's wear. And then the same things happened yes. in round two where, you know, okay. it's been on the table and we've taken it off again and just yeah. really focusing on our female customer. But it's really fascinating. We get men purchasing our loungewear and I, okay. I have people messaging me like, oh, I saw a guy, just someone I know yesterday was like, oh, I saw a guy in Auckland wearing an XC <laughs> sport sweater. Perfect. I was like, awesome. So when guys contact us, you know, I, I try to put that on social media to be like, you know, guys can wear yeah. this too. Exactly. Um, you just Unisex. It's unisex. <laughs> it's just the sizing's a little bit, you know, more skewed toward <laughs> women, <laughs> but <laughs> you can definitely pull it off. Exactly. Yeah. And I think I personally have an androgynous style and I, yeah. I have worked as, you know, the head of menswear for Rhodes and Beckett. So I was yeah. a menswear designer. Yes. Um, and I, I run through. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. And I feel like aesthetically my, like I, I lean more towards like masculine. a masculine aesthetic. Yeah. So I think when we do it, it's going to be epic. Yes. I feel like that too. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that. And you could kind of with men's, I don't know, I'm not into, I don't know what the world of fashion is like as a manufacturer, but it feels like with a men's you could do just like a core range yeah and keep that like I think for women it's always changing because we're always looking for what's you know in yes but for men true. it feels like you could do a core and then just have a few pieces that interchange or yeah colors or something like that oh a hundred feels much simpler maybe it, yeah maybe I mean <laughs> maybe you just have to try it yeah right? exactly well, yeah. that's exciting so I mean obviously chasing your dreams for you and I is one of the most satisfying things that anyone can do. However, yeah. we both know it's unrelenting, it's hard and we often question if it's all worth it. Um have your dreams, your vision changed direction and what does the future look like for you? Oh yeah. <laughs> I did a TikTok on this. Okay. I was saying uh after I finished Project Runway, I yep. wanted to go to Paris and study my masters oh. and work for a luxury brand. Yep. That was, you know, my dream to to go to Paris. Yeah. And I didn't get into my master's degree. Okay. I could have gone to a different uh, place in the yeah, world, yeah. Um, like the UK, but it it was like this compromise, you know, with my partner, who's still my partner, where, yeah. you know, if I went there, what would have happened to the relationship and yes. things like that. And I kind of bit the bullet and was like, all right, well, I'm just going to stay. Yes. And I'm going to make things work here. So, yeah, I've had uh, changes to my vision and I think I – have compromised, um, to make, you know, my lifestyle work and hence why I did a brand like Exe in yeah. the end, um, to. Because they meld. Yeah. yeah. To, to try to make it work, like have yeah. my vision come to life in a different way. Yes. It might be different to what it was, but as long as I'm fulfilling that creative side, that, you know, ambition and that like drive, yeah. uh, that You're still is still satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, and what about the future for you? Such a great question. <laughs> What's next? I feel anyone, like, yeah. honestly, my ideas drive, like, it's like, I can't contain it. Like, mm. it gives me anxiety thinking okay. about it. Yeah. At the moment, I'm currently working on XE and I also have a design agency. So I help other brands bring mm. their vision to life. That. And that's a really fulfilling job to do, like, to speak to someone and to, you know, help them realize what it could be yes, and then putting together a plan so they can execute it for their business. So for me, I really love brand marketing. Mm. 
and building out brands. It's something that I've loved yeah. since I was a child, Yeah, which sounds odd. I used to like draw like logos and build out oh, visions wow. like that. So it's almost like I'm starting to fulfill this vision that I had as a child mm. that I didn't actually connect the dots yes, to until yeah. now. So it would be a dream to be able to do something like Emma Greed. Actually, I just listened to the podcast with Jay Shetty and that's the that's the founder of Skims. So oh, not many people would know that okay. Kim Kardashian's yes. brand Skims in Good American as well is actually mm. the brainchild of Emma Greed. Oh, wow. And she is, yeah, like oh, major shareholder in these organizations. Wow. So for me, I would love to do something like that to help, Yes, you know, bring a celebrity's vision to life. I wouldn't necessarily exactly. be the face um yes. but I would be able to drive that vision and help build out the brand and like be that would be amazing yeah like that would be unreal would be, yeah so who have you sent goods to celebrities anyone no I haven't I haven't really like started the only thing I've done is work on my agency and actually start pre-exe I hadn't actually done brand marketing work at scale okay and now with the design agency I've been able to start it at a, a small scale and test it with small brands. Yep. And, you know, there's been one particular client where I've gone right from the inception to execution of yeah. both the campaign and their first collection. So now it's like the test is done. Yes. And now I can start to build upon that and I'm confident enough to like Amazing. do it for other bigger brands. So I think, yeah. Wow. Baby steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that would be amazing. Yeah. Because the I mean the exposure overnight it would be phenomenal yeah and to work on something just like huge exactly that's like you know I ideally I'd love to see something that I've I mean I've I used to work at Esprit as a designer so I'd see my products like all over the world you know yeah, yeah. which is really cool but I would love to see something that I create from the inception with like the brand name like on the Champs-Élysées mm. you know and have like yeah you like the scale of Adidas like yes, my dreams yeah. are ginormous yes um so amazing. That would be huge. Great. Yeah. That's huge. Okay. Tell us what is a quote or mantra that you live by? It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like so much shit happens and sometimes you just don't have control of it. And I'm like, you know what? It is what it so is. So true. It's so true. Yeah. And it kind of feels a bit like it's just, it's just, there's an acceptance with that quote. It's like, you know what? It's going to go with the flow. Yes. Can't change it. Just accept it. That's great. Move on. And obviously it's worked for you quite a bit, that mantra. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Um, <laughs> someone I know, Tori Archibald, she was like, she has this mantra and she's like, how long are you willing to marinate and shit for? <laughs> exactly. Is it 45 hours? Yeah. Is it 45 minutes? Is it 45 days? 45 years? So it's like, how long are you going to hold on to this toxic energy yes it's like well I'll do it for a hot second yeah. and move on with my life yes yeah I've got a friend that says don't let the shit stick no yeah <laughs> it just gets worse yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly and what would be your top three tips to living a longer stronger happier and healthier life um stop giving too many fucks <laughs> Can yes. I swear on this podcast? Yeah, of course. It's actually quite fitting that you say that because my next guest is Kat John from the Zero Fucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's great. <laughs> I love Kat. She's great. Yeah, she, yeah. 100%. I think like that goes back to it is what it is. Like just, yep. you know, stop caring too much about it. Like I, yeah. it can sound like mean, but sometimes like people love to offload their toxicity to you. And I yes. think it's about boundaries. Yeah. Um, that's essentially what it comes down to. Like, what am I willing to take on? Um, 
And then if I'm not willing to take it on, like I actually just don't need this in my life. I've got enough going on. So that's good. It's a good way to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good way to be because you've only got so much capacity. Yeah. And when you're already spent or full up with all your endeavors, it's like well, the last thing you want to do is be carrying somebody else's. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm all of us, all of us have done it at some point. Yeah. Um, I think point. the next thing is like, don't be too hard on yourself. I think, you know, we can put these expectations on ourselves to work out X amount of days a week to mm. eat this diet, um, whatever it is. I'm, you know, definitely the culprit for this because I've put myself through hell just to like reach these expectations and, you know, suffered from really bad anxiety yes. <laughs> and, and now I have an autoimmune disease because oh, of all wow. this oxidized stress. So it's really not worth it. Um, wow. Yeah. And is that just because you found it hard coping with like the pressure and yeah, like everything, like the pressure, but like this perfectionism mm. of being, of, of wanting to do it all perfectly. Wow. And would you feel more comfortable if you didn't have a namesake brand? Like you were saying before, like creating for a celebrity or somebody else, would that feel mm. more comfortable for you who you truly are? Like, as you said, you're an introvert. So mm. does that sit better with yeah. you energetically? I think so. Yeah. It's really interesting that you said that because it does. And I, the proof is in the pudding, Yeah, you know, like I put myself online to be the face of my brand and the energy is just not really flowing. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. And then I do it for other businesses behind the scenes and I can drive the shit out of their brands. Wow. And, um, and it's like, it's just amazing to see, like, once you start something like, yeah, where the energy flows for yeah. sure. Um, but maybe like you said too, like there's a lot of the, your self-conscious by nature. So maybe yeah. there's a lot of that double thinking or it's like, it doesn't flow as well for you when it's all about you and yeah. your brand. Whereas for somebody else there's freedom, you know, yeah. there's no holds barred. It's like, you can just do what you want because it's not reflecting of you as a person. Yeah. Either it's like, that's the brand and you switch your mindset is completely different yeah. when you approach that. I think the coaching side for people is really exciting as well to yeah. like, you know, coach someone and then to see it click yes. for them. And you're yeah. like, oh, yes. satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, you that's got amazing. it. Yeah. That's really cool. So, um, so yeah, I was going on around like perfectionism, yeah. um, which is don't part of, too hard on yeah, yourself. don't be too hard on yourself. And I, I, I do see that in some people and, um, I, I, it makes me reflect on like my past thinking patterns, yep. which I try to knock out of people that I see have the similar th thinking okay. patterns. Yeah. Um, and then, so what have I done so far? So you've said, um, no fucks. It is what it is. Yeah. And don't be too hard on yourself because yeah, everyone gets caught up in this perfe perfectionism, which you found with yourself, yeah. which hence the autoimmune disease is, is the outcome of yeah. your, I guess, striving for perfectionism, for sure. which is unfortunate. For yeah. You, but can, have you got a handle on that now? Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Okay. I stopped yeah. taking all the methotrexates of the world, yeah. um, and started so eating natural. better and yeah, just. I mean, I had to change everything. I can't run anymore as well. So well, I stopped. I do I do more like gentle activity. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually like better for my totally. mental health because yes. I find when you're like running, like personally, if I'm yeah. doing like high intensity sports, I'm jacked like yes. all the time. Yeah. And it's just like. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. Yeah. And what blood type are you? Uh, o positive. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Do you drink coffee as well? Tons okay. of coffee. <laughs> that's going to stop. We're going to gift you some of our lattes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> coffee free. That that's going to help. That will definitely help. Yeah, I need like a substitute. Yeah, because I'm totally got you covered. <laughs> yeah, I love coffee. Like, if, wow. if, if I could substitute like water out for coffee, I yeah. would. Oh, wow. If I knew. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll hook you up. And what's your third <laughs> tip to living a longer, stronger, happier, and healthier life? Um, I would say it's gratitude. Yep. So, mm. and there's a few things around gratitude. It's being grateful for yep. what you obviously have in your life and the small moments. And because there's a lot of comparison, especially with social media, that happens where, you know, you might be loving your life and doing these great things. And all of a sudden you see someone that's doing great things yeah. and you're like, oh, like they're doing so good. Like I'm shit. Yes. But yes. It's like, no, you're not. Yes. You have two very different lives. Everyone's got starts from a different place, family, friends, circumstances, totally. whatever it is. Our, no two people are the same. You actually cannot compare yeah. full stop. Also, exactly. And also it comes down to values as well. Yes. Like my values and someone else's values, exactly. although we're in the same industry, are completely different. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, gratitude. One. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's so easy to get caught up in that, isn't it? It's like not enough. You're not doing enough. Or, you know, it's like just be grateful what you've got, you've got what you, where you've come from and all yeah. of that. And yeah. And what you're working so toward. Be excited yes. for what you're working toward because, exactly. you know, the tomorrow might look different. Exactly. You just don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. Um, which is like so important to remember. And at a cellular level as well, like practicing gratitude every day, it's like it's proven that that actually makes you feel better. It, it, oh, holistically, it's better for your health. Yeah. You know, so that's a great that's one. to know. Yes. Well, I guess, exactly. I, yeah, I definitely feel better when I practice gratitude. Exactly. Well, because otherwise <laughs> it, the antithesis to that is negative. Like it's, it's the, what's the opposite for gratitude? I don't even know what word it is, but it's like, it has a negative, no. it's negativity. Yeah. It's like it come, you're coming from a mindset that's not positive. Like gratitude is positive. Yeah. So the opposite to that is a negative feeling and negative impact on a new, uh, on a cellular level. Yeah. And that's just not healthy for anyone long-term. Yeah, definitely. So so that's good. And tell us about um, what what's like what are you launching next for with Exe and where can people find you and your products? So we are online mm-hmm. and in Style Runner. Yep. Love it. And we will be launching internationally next Ooh, year. Oh, fantastic. TBC. We oh, did wow. we did register uh Exe USA. Last, Amazing. No, this year. I keep thinking it's last year, but we're in December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not 2024 really yet. It's because I, in fashion, you're always like working ahead. So of I'm like course. designing for 2025. Oh, which wow. Which is like just actually oh my goodness. my brain. Yeah. So there's that. And then just like designing next collections, getting, you know, I'm always clarifying and re-clarifying and editing the brand as yeah. in not just like the collections, but the brand itself. I'm like, you know, what can we do? How do we like clarify it more and like streamline it and yes. processes. And I just want to get it to like this operational powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not constantly working on the brand cause I am like really tired. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Yeah. And are you trying to get into more retailers in Australia? Yeah. So, so like I think international is probably where my, my Heart main, is. um, yeah. yeah. Goal is Australia is an interesting place. Like it's great, but it's a really small market. It is. And I think, yeah, it's just like Export there's only so that. far you can go. Totally. And plus with, you know, with manufacturing and like for us as well, we notice the same thing. It's like it's very difficult that we use distributors, but they take a massive margin. Then it yeah. just impacts the bottom line. It's just really challenging. So if you can export and mass, yeah. that's you, the way you're to go. You're operating sure. on volume. Yes. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Thank you, Christina. Thank you so you much. You are amazing. We cannot wait to watch the space. So people can find you at Christina XC. Exe Studio. Well, yeah, you can find Personal. me personally. Yes. Yeah. But Exe Studio is just, the handle is just Exe Studio. Yeah. On Instagram, on socials, find the products online at 
existudio.com.au yep. and at Instyle Runner. Perfect. Love Thank it. you so much. Thank we'll be watching so the space, wearing your goods, loving them. I pr- and appreciate you so much. <laughs> yeah, and I saw, I saw you launch like a, was it a pink or yes, a red? Yes, red. And we call it floss. It's like a Love it. yes, salmon watermelon colour. You'll be seeing me that in that in summertime <laughs> soon. Next week, next month. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on our YouTube channel, One Body, One Life, to see more inspirational videos to help you reach optimal wellness and longevity. But until next time, don't forget, you've got to nourish to flourish.